today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. This is a big day for small businesses here in Ontario. Non-essential businesses are now open for the first time since Boxing Day. Uh, what challenges are they facing and, and what expectations do they have? Well, the Global's Tina Trujani has the details. The majority of public health units have shifted to the red zone or control, including Hamilton, Halton and Durham. That means people can head to a restaurant, a gym, non-essential store or hair salon again. It won't be a free-for-all, though. Capacity limits will be in place. Physical distancing and masking are mandatory and everyone will be screened. Now, we should find out later this week where Toronto, Peel and York regions will move once the stay-at-home order lifts next week. But the expectation is grey or lockdown. That is where Niagara region is as of today. That allows businesses to reopen at 25%, but personal care services, those are still off limits. Tina Trojani. Well, let's uh, talk about that and uh, what the expectations are. Uh, Lockdowns, uh, well, we're being told time and again that they're actually a a key part of of the recovery plan uh, to try to knock the numbers down on COVID. But at what price, I guess, is the question a lot of folks are asking. I want to bring Keenan Loomis into the conversation. Keenan, of course, is president of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Welcome back to the program. How you been, Keenan? Good morning, Bill. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, shoveling and shoveling and shoveling during the news breaks <laughs> I just, here. I got five uh, minutes from... and I go do a little bit more of the driveway and then I come back up here for more of the. That, that's I hear you. We're Canadians. I don't eh? know where to put it anymore, though, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my property, please. Uh, let, let's talk about this. I mean, you know, this is the second shutdown that we've gone through right now. Uh, a yeah. lot of folks are very concerned about the impact on this, and the stats I'm seeing on this, Keenan, are very troubling uh, about the expectation of how many of these places actually get locked down and will even be able, not just allowed to open the doors, where or not financially they can. Uh, this is This is really having a negative impact on small business. Well, yeah, obviously it's been a, a really, really tough year for small businesses. And uh, I think today offers a, a little glimmer of hope. It's been uh, a, a long last uh, six weeks for sure uh, since Christmas. Um, I don't expo- uh, expect everybody to you know, throw open the doors at this point in time. Obviously, there are uh, regulations still in place. I think one of the the disappointing things is that the province announced this again on a Friday. Um, obviously, we had an extra day uh, with a long weekend, but um, we've been asking them for a long time to provide more notice uh, to businesses because, as you can imagine, it's tough to ramp things back up, get your staff, uh, um, you know, uh, committed to coming back, and uh, as well ramping up your your inventories, especially if uh, you're a restaurant tour. But uh, we, uh, businesses across the city are cautiously optimistic, and they just want to get back to serving their customers. How have they handled this whole thing? I know there's been a, a, a lot of, uh, there has been rather, a lot of push for shop local, buy local. And you mentioned the restaurant industry. Uh, you know, we've tried to do that as a family at least once a week, if not more, uh, order from a restaurant and just, you know, it keeps it going. I mean, you're not allowed to go in there and sit down clearly. Uh, but it's it's got to be very, very challenging for these folks to, to, to be able to, to maintain that, that level of service and to, to no, basically say, look, at we, you know, we, we can't just lock our doors and we'll go away for f- six weeks. Yeah, it, it has been uh, a huge challenge. And I think, you know, some of them and many of the businesses have adapted, have adapted very well. Um, you know, we've been working with a lot of uh, hundreds of local businesses on the Digital Main Street project, which is all about how they uh, enhance um, their online presence um, so that uh, you know customers can find them easily, can order from them easily. Obviously, there's a proliferation of uh, delivery services as well. So, you know, it, it has helped. Um, I think uh, one of the things we've seen is that the, the confidence right now of businesses 
is lower than it has ever been uh, measured um, with the uh, recent Ontario uh, Chamber of Commerce, Ontario Economic Report. Um, but the one thing that has offered them the, the glimmer of hope is the support local campaigns. And um, it has been, in many cases, enough uh, to get them through. And uh, hopefully, you know, uh, we've got a couple more months left. Um, vaccines are obviously now making their way uh, wider, uh, more widespread through the population. So if we can just hold on right now uh, for the next couple of months, we know what we need to do to survive. This isn't, you know, the, the first go around. Um, and uh, and hopefully, you know, we, we can get through. The, the, um, the supports from the federal and provincial government have not gone away, obviously, as well. And those are, are really important as well. So it's been a patchwork of, of um, supports and, uh, uh, and to get these businesses through. But, uh, you know, all businesses can reach out to the, their local chamber um, and to, we're here to help. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a member. But uh, go to our website, hamiltonchamber.ca, and the upper right-hand corner is the COVID-19 uh, microsite, and there's the ability to get somebody uh, to help you, um, a real live voice on the other end of, uh, of that email to, to help you um, get through the next few months. Kieran, you've talked about the digital aspect. Well, let's explore that, if we could, for just a second. And I, sure. I know that, obviously, because of what's gone on here, uh, we, the public, uh, have been forced to pivot like everyone else has, and, and we're doing a lot more online shopping than we probably ever have. Uh, and we've we've encouraged people to, to continue to do that. And I don't mean necessarily the Amazons and the Wayfarers. I'm talking about you can mm-hmm. do that locally online as well. Uh, yes. we, we've tried to encourage people that, look, at if you're going to go buy something, make sure uh, before you go to the, some of those larger companies, see if it's being sold locally first and try to support them how effective has that been how difficult was it to get that message across to people well i think it's been very effective i think as as i said it's been the one thing that has allowed many of the businesses to continue over the the last year and you know one of the things we've been really lucky here locally we were um we were rolling out the dms the digital main street program uh years before covid um, because we were working with DMS on uh, on helping mitigate the impact of uh, construction on the LRT, um, and so we've been working with uh, with businesses, especially along the the route. But all businesses in all BIAs in Hamilton uh, are have also qualified uh, for support, and so we had a really good head start. And uh, like I said, we have uh, worked with uh, I think over 300 businesses uh, at this point in time. Um, and uh, and obviously a lot more uh, since COVID as well. But just put us in uh, you know in, in the right spot the, um, uh, to be able to endure this. And you know it, it takes a little bit extra time uh, as a as a consumer. You might have to go to individual websites, but I think you'll find that when you go there, um, most businesses have adapted really well, and uh, your their inventory is online. Um, and they're all eager to help. You know, let's let's get back to uh, to that right when when businesses were were really eager to help their their customers. They provided great customer service. Now is the time. Reach out, make a phone call um, if you're having trouble uh, navigating, uh, you know, businesses' websites. And uh, I've found that uh, when you do make that phone call, there's an e- a person very eager to help on the other end. 
it, it's interesting to see that happening. We've talked to a number of folks in uh, small business communities uh, over the last few, well, year, I guess, now since we've been through lockdowns and more lockdowns. Uh, and it's I, I'm not going to be so silly as to say that there's a silver lining to this because there isn't. It's, it's, it sucks. The whole thing sucks. But it has, as you mentioned, opened a lot of businesses' eyes to the fact that, hey, that could be another component of my business, even when we do open the doors and even when this, this pandemic is over. Uh, you know, you have an online component to your business right now, and that can only help. It can only help. A lot of businesses, I think, you know, we're, we're trying to um, – grasping on any excuse not to uh, go digital and uh, obviously COVID has uh, completely washed that away and, and forced uh, all businesses, all organizations like ourselves as well to, to pivot really quickly. Um, and so, you know, in, in many cases with great success. Um, the other thing I want to uh, just uh, give you a little preview on, Bill, is that yeah. uh, so our COVID-19 microsite uh, has been a, a really key resource for many, many uh, businesses in the community, and uh, we launched that with Hamilton Economic Development and uh, the other Chambers of Commerce and BIAs throughout the community. Um, well, we are uh, launching this week, um, and right now it's a, it's a soft launch, but uh, HamiltonCovidConcierge.ca, if you go to that, um, you should be able to see the uh, newest updated version of our COVID-19 microsite. And uh, this is, uh, again, done in uh, conjunction with uh, Hamilton Economic De Development Department and uh, the other two chambers uh, in the community. And uh, now it's uh, enhanced uh, presence. It's, uh, we're, we're stepping up the, uh, the, the promotions of this uh, resource as well so that every business understands that there's somebody here in Hamilton uh, to help you, uh, many people actually in Hamilton to help you. And there will be a phone number as well, and uh, that will be live uh, very soon. So as we start to, as the regulations and the restrictions um, start to, to wind down over, uh, you know, the coming weeks and months, there will be many, many questions as to what will be permitted um, uh, depending on the, the type of business you're in. And so the, the COVID concierge um, will be there as a, a resource for uh, Hamilton businesses. You'll be able to talk to uh, bylaw enforcement. You'll be able to talk to public health, um, people in the uh, Small Business Enterprise Center within City Hall, and then uh, uh, resources within the Chamber of Commerce as well if you want to uh, figure out what's available to you from the federal government and the provincial government as well. So a great collaboration that uh, you'll hear, hear more about uh, this week. Uh, excellent stuff, good stuff, and uh, we'll keep people apprised. Just give us a shout when you get this thing up and running, but uh, they can look for that. And uh, like I said, all those details will be on the webpage. Uh, you mentioned uh, in passing, Keenan, just a couple of minutes ago about LRT, Light Rail Transit System. Yeah. i, I got to get your read on, on some of the, the recent developments, I guess, uh, over the last couple of days where the provincial government uh, has essentially said uh, their, their billion dollars is still on the table, uh, you know, but not a penny more. Uh, but they're basically throwing the ball in the federal government's court and, and, and simply say, look, if you guys want this system built, uh, you, they, they're going to have to kick in $1.5 billion. That's all there is to it. Uh, and the options are not very palatable. I mean, you know, they talked about the money that is available, and that would get us a, a, probably from McMaster to Dundurn Street, and still on the west end of the city, uh, which is walking distance, so it doesn't make any sense. Or they said, you know, you can always go with bus rapid transit. Uh, not a whole lot there to choose from. What, what was your read on what the government said? And read between the lines here. What are they trying to tell us here? Yeah, well... Um, I was on the call uh, last week, the briefing on uh, on Tuesday afternoon, and um, you know it was it, it 
you you said it, it was a development. It, it certainly was a development. Um, you know, it. Uh, I'm not uh, jumping for joy or completely ecstatic, but it was it was nice to see that finally, um, you know, after a year of sitting on the report uh, that was submitted by the Hamilton Transportation Task Force, that they finally have uh, have um, you know d- determined that uh, they will continue on, uh, hopefully with. Uh, with the LRT project, um, the you know the the one uh, um, proposal there um, from uh, McMaster to Dunder, and it, it seems uh, pretty uh, sublime that they would have done that. But um, you know, from the, uh, the the deputy minister that gave the briefing on Tuesday, that was just to really show you what a billion dollars uh, can buy at this point in time. And and don't forget, you still need the the maintenance facility. Um, and a, a bridge over the the 403. So that's why that costs uh, a, a billion dollars. But um, they are willing to to go forward on on procurement uh, with a uh, a project that goes from McMaster to Gage Park. As long as the federal government is uh, is interested in in being invested in this project, uh, we think the federal government is. Uh, this is a shovel ready project. We know that um, now uh, we need to focus on what comes after COVID. Uh, and the the recovery and stimulus is absolutely required. We know that uh, Federal Minister Catherine McKenna, who's a Hamilton native, is very interested in uh, supporting this project um, and getting shovel-ready projects across the country going. So, you know, um, things could be coming together. Bill, obviously there's a a lot more to come, but uh, it turns out when you drag your feet for 10 years, the, the cost of a project does go up. And um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm still cautiously optimistic that we will be able to go forward with this project. It's really important to the downtown. Um, obviously, with the cost going up, I, I think, you know, you have to look at what the return on investment will be. And I think it'll still be absolutely worth it. Uh, to go forward. Not only do you have to, you know, deliver on the promise uh, that all the developers downtown who have built projects or are in the middle of building projects, they did so on the promise of LRT, but there's far more uh, development to unlock uh, in the lower city. And this is, uh, as we know, uh, the very first step in a 25-year transit strategy. I think LRT, um, it was always, uh, you know, designed so that the LRT project would be the, the backbone of uh, a full uh, five-line transit program called the BLAST uh, Network, and um, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't continue to go forward with this project. Well, we'll be uh, watching and see just how the government's going to react. You mentioned that Minister McKenna, of course, is from Hamilton. Uh, her family lives a couple of doors down from you. Are you, are you baking cookies and going over there? And just, <laughs> hey, could you let us know next time Catherine's in town? Well, right now I, I do help uh, clear their sidewalk. There you go. There you, that's a good first step. Keenan, thanks that's as good. always for this. I will stay in touch. I appreciate the time today. All right. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Keenan Loomis, President and CEO, of course, of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.